This is Marriage is Our Ministry's Candid Conversations, where topics surrounding marriage and family are discussed with a very open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and let's talk. Here are your hosts, Oliver and Denise Marcel. Welcome to another episode of Candid Conversations podcast. I'm Oliver. And I'm Denise. And we are so glad that you've taken the opportunity to join us. If you have not done so already, we want you to listen to the other episodes uh, that we have. Very great conversations, candid conversations about topics that we feel are vital to the success of your relationship, of, uh, of your marriage. And the whole goal of this is to encourage you to have a candid conversation with your spouse. That's right. All right. Great episodes. Mm -hmm. This episode is no different. We're going to talk about his needs, her needs. We're going to talk about the importance of meeting the needs of your spouse. All right. Mm -hmm. So before we jump into it, I'm going to have my bride pray. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be your vessels through which you speak. I pray that everything that is spoken will be from you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will just clear our minds and help us to focus on the work that you've sent us to do. I pray that everyone that is listening will receive a blessing, and I pray that it will reach the people that you have uh, selected for it to reach. We thank you once again for using us, and we pray that you will be pleased. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Let's jump right in. Now, let me tell you what I want you to do as you listen to this. I want you to be thinking about what your most important emotional needs are. What is an emotional need? Let's talk about that. Emotional need. There's two parts to that. Emotional need is one side of that is a craving, something that when it's satisfied, it leaves you with a feeling of happiness and contentment, takes away your uneasiness and frustration. Mm -hmm. Example of that, just small example, my wife, if she makes a plate for me or there are things like she knows I drink a tall glass of ice water. And so there's days where I would come in the house and there's a tall glass of ice water already waiting for me. I don't have to make it. Those are those types of needs. That's one side of the emotional need bucket. The other side is, and this is the side I want you all to be thinking about as we go through this conversation. There are some needs that are most important. And those needs, typically, when they are met, you fall in love with the person who meets those needs. All right. So we're going to talk about our needs personally, the stuff that I need from Denise and the stuff that Denise needs from me. And as we go through this process and talk about that and the importance of that, I want you to be thinking about that and be able to have this conversation with your your spouse as well. All right, mm-hmm. babe, I'm going to let you jump in with number one. OK, number one, this is not necessarily in order of importance, but these are five of um, my needs. And I'm sure there are more. And it does change depending on what season you're in, in, in your marriage. Um, but for now, these are my five. And the first one that I have on my list, again, not necessarily in order of importance is that I need to 
feel a sense of security or safety from you. Okay. For example, when we're in public areas, I like when you stand close to me where I can feel your warmth. Mm-hmm. I like when you stand behind me or beside me and I can just feel, you know, that that you're there and I feel safe that you're close to me and I feel protected. Okay. Or I like when I say, oh, you know, I've got to do this or we need to do that. And you'll say, don't worry about that. I got it. You don't have to think about that. I'll take care of it. I like that. It makes me feel secure and it makes me feel safe. So that's my um, number one is I like to, I need to feel a sense of security or safety. Okay. So you feel pretty safe right now, right? Yeah, Cause cause we're we're really kind of close. close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number one, and like we said, not in order of importance, mm-hmm. just happened to be the first thing I wrote down. And my number one is sex. And this need sometimes is misconstrued, I think. It tends to be looked at as a want more than a need. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's because I think when we're when we're looking at that, we're looking at what I call the culmination of that, which is intercourse. But there's some things that I appreciate and need that lead up to that. So a a touch, a whisper, a text, uh, sensual gestures, things of that nature that lead up to that point. Mm -hmm. So for for those of you who are listening out there, I don't want you to and I don't want to sound like I'm being stereotypical. But women, if your husband has that need, explore that because there really may be a fundamental psychological and physiological need that they have for that. Mm-hmm. We're logical beings by nature. Yeah. We take on a lot of stuff and I'll speak for myself. I take on a lot of things, get frustrated, get overwhelmed. That time that I spend with my wife is just a release from all of that. It is mm-hmm. It is an escape from all that. Mm-hmm. And it is very important to me yeah. that, that I experience that. And so that may be the case for some of you out there as well. Just dealing with that frustration uh, can be, you know, or not dealing with it can be very crippling. Yeah. And so explore that if that's uh, if that's a need uh, for your husband or for your wife, whoever it is, because you, you'll you notice something. One, he'll be less frustrated. Yeah. I'm less frustrated when that need is met. Yeah. Two, there's a little bit more zeal. Yeah, right. Definitely. That. I exhibit towards stuff outside of the bedroom. Yep, definitely. So it's a win-win kind of. And this is the the goal in in meeting needs. Let me just throw this out there, free information. The goal is not just for the sake of meeting needs, right? Okay. If you've listened to us before, you know that we talk about being strategic in the way that we handle relationships and handle marriage, right? It's the same way with meeting needs, it's not manipulative, but it's strategic in nature. I know my wife has a specific need. I know what she expresses when that need is met. Mm-hmm. I love that expression. So why would I not rush to meet that need? Because okay. it's a win for both of us. Yeah. Right. Go ahead with number two. Okay. My number two, again, not in order of importance, is I need the assurance that you still find me attractive. And that you still desire me. Okay. Right? So, obviously, we don't look the way we looked 15 years ago when we got married. Mm -hmm. 
right? And so I don't. We don't look the same as we did 15 years ago, but what what you fulfilling my need of you letting me know that you still find me attractive is it gives me the assurance that I still look good to you. And it also encourages me to keep up with looking good. Mm-hmm. So that's my second number need. I, I need the assurance that you still find me attractive and that you still desire me. Well, let it be clear. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Silly. Yes, indeed. Thank you. My number two is admiration. I've said this before. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've said this in other episodes, and you'll hear me say it time and time again. A woman, a wife has an ability to make her husband feel like he's king of the world, even if he isn't. That's just an ability that a woman has. And women that are listening, if you haven't tapped into that ability to empower your spouse by doing that, try it. Mm. It works. Yeah. Compliment me. Motivate me to live up to that title. Mm. And and it's the thing that I say about Denise all the time is that she treats me like the person I want to be, mm. which is amazing to me because it motivates me to try to get to that point because you're already treating me like I'm there Mm. and I know I'm not there, but I want to be there. That's the expression that comes out of that need being met. So admiration is uh, one of my needs uh, from you. All right. Those of you who are listening, try that. You know, if it's a need, even if it's not a need, try Building up your spouse, complimenting your spouse, letting them know that they're doing a good job, that they're still the one, that they're still attractive, that uh, they still are a pivotal part of your scenario Mm -hmm. and see what that does for for uh, for their self-esteem. Yeah, I like that. All right. Number three. All right. My number three is I need to be led into the presence of God. Right. Obviously, I'm going to have my own relationship with God. I'm going to have my own time, my own study time, my own talk with God, my own prayer time, my own war room time, all of that, Mm -hmm. because that's needed and that's vital. I need to know God for myself. But having said that, I need also for you to lead me into the presence of God. I love it when you say, Let's pray. Even if you ask me to pray, Mm -hmm. even if it's not let's pray and you are the one that's praying, I like that. I like when you pull the family together and say, let's pray, let's have worship. There's something going on with such and such. Let's pray for that person. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I I feel that God is telling us or telling even, even if you say, I feel like God is telling me to do such and such. Let's pray about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. And it shows me that you take your role as being the priest of our home seriously and that it means something to you. And so for you to lead me into the presence of God shows me that you realize and understand how important that is. And that's big. for me. Okay. That's a good one. And let me just add this before I say what my number three is. There are going to be 
things that your spouse shares with you when you have this conversation and you're going to realize something and, and you saying this is, is great because if I am to be transparent, I'm not great at that. And I don't feel like I'm great at some of the stuff that you're saying, but I, I think that that's good. Right. Because it, it pushes us and it encourages us. Exactly. Is that what you're going to say? That's what I was going to say. And I just want to use that to encourage other people. When you have this conversation with your spouse, I don't want you to try to measure yourself against the list. Absolutely not. All we want you to do is have the conversation so that you can begin working on the list. Right. And if you are already doing these things, then that's great. Then you being given this list encourages you to keep going. Right. So I just had to throw that in there because a lot of times we'll have a conversation and at the end of the conversation, we're like, oh, man, I I can't live up to that. Yeah, I haven't been doing that. So typically, you know, then you have this the enemy coming in saying, you know, giving you this message of defeat. Yeah. And, you know, the crazy thing about that is, you know, a lot of times you get that message of defeat because you feel like you are the one that's supposed to do that. But it's not, it's not about me. It's not about you. We're supposed to take all of these things to God and say, God, I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something that my wife or my husband needs from me, but I don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. God, you have to show me how to do it. So it fulfills the need that my wife or my husband um, yep. needs. That's good. Has. Yeah. That is, that's excellent. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people will pray for my spouse to do this or my spouse to do that. Or I really wish that my spouse would do that. I got to say, you just, you can't nag. There's a way to bring your needs to your spouse. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that people do nag, but if you have a need that you're trying to, you know, that you would like for your spouse to do, bring it to God and he will show you or tell you how to bring it to your spouse and don't stop praying about it. If it's a need that you have, don't stop praying about it. That's wow. Advice. That's powerful. That's powerful. My number three, and remember, I just want to keep throwing this out there that this is not in any order of importance. This is just how we happen to write it down in preparation for this. My number three is an attractive, sexy wife. And you talked about the need to feel attractive, Mm -hmm. right? So it's kind of those needs kind of complement each other. Men are visual. There's just no two ways about it, right? Men are visual. A lot of times we react to what we see. And then things follow, you know, progress um, after that. So it's important for me that you are visually appealing. That's important for me. Those of you who are listening, if you think about when you were dating, when you were getting ready for that date, think about the preparation that went into it. You want to make sure you smelled good. You want to make sure you had on the fresh gear. You want to make sure that your hair was right. You want, you know, you went through a process. Yeah. Unfortunately, that kind of falls sometimes, sometimes for some people by the wayside. Once or you at least it's not as prominent in in what you do. Right. It falls lower in the priority list. Yes. In terms of the level of effort that you put in to yeah. achieving that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
what we're here to tell you that is if that's an important thing to you, if, if that's an important emotional need, then make sure that you're meeting that need for your spouse. Right. I don't want to belabor that. But and, and let me just say this, because we misconstrue this one as well. Attractive is not a number. Attractive doesn't mean I need you to be a size six. Oh, that number. Okay. Right. Yeah. Attractive doesn't mean I need you to fit into a mold. Mm -hmm. Attractive means I need you to be confident in your appearance and be consistent in your effort to appeal to me. So I need those that are listening to understand that. Do not expect your spouse to be like something you saw in a magazine or on a movie. Mm -hmm. No, expect your spouse to be committed to be appealing to you. Mm, That's good. Yeah. So I just want to clear that up. When I say I want an attractive, sexy wife, I think Halle Berry is attractive, but that's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you to be her. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you to consistently be you. The you that I fell in love with. Amen. That's good. All right. Let's go with number four. All right. I need the assurance that I can be vulnerable without judgment from you. Okay. Talk about that. So if I have something that I feel a little nervous to tell you about, I should, well, I shouldn't feel nervous to tell you anything. But if I feel like you're going to judge me for what I have to tell you, and it's something that's very sensitive to me, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to tell you. If I hold that in, it's going to probably come out in other ways. Okay. Because if I can't talk to you about it, of course, I'm going to talk to God about it. Mm -hmm. But if I can't talk to you about it, then I'm not going to talk to anyone about it. Right? That's true. So if I'm not talking to anyone about it, it's going to come out in other ways. And you, of all people, should be the the only person that I should be vulnerable with or should be able to feel vulnerable with and that you won't judge me. Right. And that I venture to say that that is a crucial need. Very much so. Because me neglecting to meet that could lead to emotional detachment. Yep. And even worse yet, emotional reattachment somewhere yes, else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Definitely. we don't right. We don't want to do anything that's going to open the door for those kinds of um scenarios to creep in. That's right. 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 That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, let me go with my number four. My number four is to share and support the vision for the home. It's very encouraging to me when you you have my back. Mm. And I come to you with a situation or a scenario. I come to you with an idea or a off the wall vision mm-hmm. and you are able to come alongside me, mm-hmm. hold my hands up. Or if you are a little uneasy about what it is I'm bringing to you, able to kind of help me work through that and unpack that mm-hmm. without making me feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because my role comes with certain responsibilities. Right. I'm responsible, or at least I feel like I'm responsible for setting the tone. I feel like it's very important for you to uh, to have my back. It's encouraging. It's a self esteem builder, and also, like I said, it's also important 
for you to be able to kind of redirect my thoughts, but in an encouraging way, Mm -hmm. in a way that makes me say, okay, let me go back to the drawing board and kind of figure this out. And not in a way that it's like you just shot my vision out of the sky. So, so that is important to me, sharing the vision for the home. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's go with your uh, number five. All right. So my number five, the last one is I need for you to be spontaneous. You know, being married for so long, not that 15 years is long compared to others, but mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty long. It's fairly long, relatively. It's a good stretch for It's a good st- stretch. In these days. In these days, <laughs> amen. So spontaneity for me is important. It's so easy with length of marriage and children and jobs to get caught in the mundane of just doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over and over all day, every day. Right. So I need spontaneity. And so f- for it to come from you, for you out of the blue to say, let's go here, you know, and it's not necessarily in the schedule of things that we usually do on that day. Let's go here or let's not cook. Let's do this instead. Or, mm-hmm. you know, let's do this with the kids or don't go home right away. Meet me here. You know, anything out of the normal Mm-hmm. That's been going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. I need that spontaneity. Okay. And I'm, I'm working on that. Amen. I'm working on that. Amen. Let me reiterate. Don't feel like if you don't measure up that that's a reason for you to quit. Yeah, for sure. There are times where I'm not spontaneous right. because I'm a little bit self-conscious about whether it's going to work or not. Mm. But Aww. At the same time, because that's what you need, it is my responsibility to work towards getting better and better at that. And, you know, like we said before, the list doesn't mean that your spouse has to be perfect in delivering what your needs are. Your spouse is going to have to bring these needs to God and then say to God, look, you see what he or she needs You know how I am. You created me. You know that that's not in me. So you have to show me, God, how to meet his or her needs. It doesn't mean that you're going to automatically know how to do it. You got to bring it all to God. Right. So it is you having this conversation with your spouse is not a measuring stick. Absolutely not. This is not an evaluation. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to be going to your spouse and saying, this is what I need. And you never do this Mm. and you never do that. And you're not good at this, but this is what I need. No, this is not a evaluation. This is the beginning of a journey. That's right. If you haven't had this conversation before, this is the beginning of a journey. Yeah. Now, you know what it is that I need from you. Mm -hmm. Now I know what it is, what you need from me. Let's begin to build. That's right. So we want you to be very mindful of that. So let me go with my number five and we'll wrap this up because I know we've kept you guys for a long time. But let me wrap this up. My number five is I need you to be assertive without being controlling. Mm. I use this kind of jokingly, but Solomon said it. It is in the Bible. And Solomon says it's better to live in the corner of a roof or in an attic Mm 
than with a a nagging woman. Mm. And that kind of ties in with my number four, with you being supportive and having my back. You have the ability to to redirect Mm. without making me feel without belittling me. Mm. And that's important for me. That's important for me. I need I need you to be able to stand up for whatever the situation is or whatever the opinion is or or idea that you have without belittling me in the process. I feel like talking about things being difficult as far as me meeting your needs, mm-hmm. I feel like that might be my the most difficult one. Okay. You know my mouth. <laughs> I have West Indian parents. <laughs> so I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't do it as well as I should mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm always like I have to catch myself or at least the Holy Spirit is like, oh, don't say it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, watch your tone. Watch how you say it. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have to really, really work on that one. Okay. That's well, the- just so that you know, this encouraging moment, you are doing well, I'm appreciative of the effort. It's effort. <laughs> because it could be another way. Amen. It could be another way. I mean, we could be yelling and hollering at each other. Yeah. right? And it's not like that. So that's great. Amen. All right. So those are our five things. And let me just say, obviously, you're not going to limit it to five. There are more that we have. Like Nisi said, they change um, as you go through certain stages of life, as you get older, as you have kids, you know, different things come into play. Those needs may change. So it's very important to be revisiting those from time to time and being open to the fact that you may have to make some adjustments. Also, every husband and wife is different. So the stuff that works for us may not work for you. The things that are important to us may not be important to you. So it is important that you have a conversation. Conversation. You will hear us say those three words all the time. Mm -hmm. Have a conversation. The benefit to your marriage will be monumental. That's right. So with that, we want to wrap it up. We thank you for joining us. As always, we encourage you to visit the website, marriagesourministry.com. Also, check us out on Facebook, uh, same name. We're on all of the social media outlets, and you can connect to us by going to the website and connecting to the various social social media outlets that we are a part of. Mm-hmm. All right. So we thank you again. And I'm Oliver. And I'm Denise. This is Candid Conversations. God bless. God bless. This has been another episode of Candid Conversations. Make sure you visit www.marriageisourministry.com for more engaging content as well as other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Until next time, God bless.